the Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. For you, uh, Aaron, it's an Aaron Rodgers is full of poop. Literally, JJ rips bad teammate Zion, and Lefty calls the Saudis scary. All on a Kings hosting, Harden debuting, role play Wednesday edition of the program. Gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. Yeah. Got Zach in. Got Jake in. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys for being with us. Thanks for being with us. Lots of choices out there. But I think that we're your best option from 9 to 11. Um, Aaron Rodgers yesterday uh, gives us nothing on the McAfee show. Other than maybe the, you know, bringing up Devontae Adams, was that like a plea or a um, find this guy on my team, whether it be Green Bay or Denver? Was there any of that to what he said yesterday, do you a, think? A little bit, yes, because he was specifically talking about the franchise tag and Devontae Adams in the same light. And he said that, of course, you want to have him locked up on a long-term deal as opposed to the franchise tag and... You know, maybe that'll have some uh, effect on whether or not he signs with the Green Bay Packers. So then, you know, we're wondering, well, what was all that stuff about then, Aaron? You know, what was all that? Uh, my, 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 you know, I'm still taken aback by my whole your word is stronger than oak stuff. Well, that was before you were downstairs with the with the black fella. That's what they said, Jerry Maguire. Remember that one? Right. Um, and that was inappropriate then. So l- let me see here. Aaron, man, um, and Devontae. First off, the regimen that he was on for 12 days. Do you know what that was, Zach? I bet you would know. He was like on, I'm trying to find the... Chikarma? Yeah, but what was like day one and two is like poop my pants. Oh, I don't have it off the top of my head. Let me grab it for you. No, you're good. I can't find it on the Twitter now. What's it called? Punch Karma. Punch? Punch of karma? I thought it was punch of karma when he said it live because of kind of the way he said it. Um, but no, it's poncha. Like uh, like the... poncho, but with an A. Yes. And then karma. Okay. Ponch. I got it. Hold on. Let's see here. Come on. Show me it. Oh, where is it? I got it. All right. Are you ready? I don't have it. I got it. You wake up with sunrise and practice gentle yoga and meditation. Hold on. Day one? This is day one? I don't. Here's how Chopra summarizes a typical day. So there's like five parts of it, but it's not like day one, you do this. Day two, you do this. Day three. So so you wake up with sunrise and practice gentle yoga and meditation. 
Then drink a cup of spiced tea with cumin, ginger, cardamom, fennel seeds, and other spices and herbs for your dosha. Dosha is a combination of the five basic elements, I guess. Enjoy a light breakfast. Begin your first treatment of the day. Spend time in the... uh, uh, The first treatment is an oil massage, I guess. Spend time in the dry or wet steam room to release toxins. Mm -hmm. Eat a detoxifying lunch of kachari, lentils, and rice and healing spices. Uh, what kind of kachari you guys got? Uh, I have no idea about any of this. This, this, uh, okay. This doesn't. This isn't the thing I saw before that. This really is what I saw right here. Check this. I got it. I got yeah, it right you, here. You know, you were useful. That was good stuff. I thought that was interesting stuff. Okay, the panch, panch karma, panch panch karma cleanse is three days ghee therapy. Where you consume butter until you evacuate on both ends. Okay. Uh, that's three days of that. Okay. That's just to start. Okay. Then you do one day. Butter. Yeah. Uh, therapeutic vomiting. One day of therapeutic vomiting. Okay. So it's like, I have to say, if anyone's ever like had a hangover or been like really sick, sometimes like the throw up at the end is the last moment where you're like, oh. That feels better, like on the Sandlot. You know what I mean? Where they all throw up. And he's like, oh, this just feels better. Um, Okay, one day after the vomiting of laxative therapy. So if there was nothing in you, you know, maybe just to get the last butter out from the three days of the pure butter. Just clean it out. So after the butter butt, you go vomit, and then you go one day laxative therapy. So um, after that, you do three days to wrap it up here. Um, three days herb drops in nose. Also, numerous enema days, and a lot of that? yoga and meditation. What is that? What is enema? You should look it up on the work computer. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, maybe not. Um. Okay, it's an ejection of fluid into the lower bowel by way of rectum. The word enema can refer to the liquid. And Shailene help him with that? Ja- <laughs> uh, Devante help you with that? Um, where was Devante during all this? Holding your hair? Who was holding his hair when he was throwing up? It was uh, in a bun. Dang. It was tied up. Good call. Okay. So that's what he, that's what he had been on. For 12 days, even over the award ceremony, right? When he got the MVP, that was less than 12 days ago, right? I think so. Maybe. Maybe Yes, we'll never, never know. Um, so, yeah. Then he said at the end of this thing, he, the feeling he had in his body was I needed like a Whopper or something as soon as possible. But also this intense like great need. I need to get Chick-fil-A as soon as possible for 30 count. I'm sure he's thinking. Uh, but he was uh, said he's so grateful. He was so grateful for, you know, the people in his life. The last year, he said he was looking through pictures, photos. Um, look at this photograph. Every time it makes me laugh. Uh, what do you think? Um, is, I he, mean, is this all true? It could be. I mean, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers does in his spare time, but I think he kind of gives off that type of vibe that he would do something like this. So. I wouldn't put it past him. I think he did do it, and maybe he does it every offseason. Do you think this is like a heartbreak thing? You do it to help get over heartbreak? Um, 
I think it was more of like a, a spiritual uh, recentering is what he called it. So okay. it, it, probably a little bit of the it's, hard uh, stuff. Okay. Well, let's see what Gee is. Do you know what Gee is? No idea. Well, well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the butter out of the butthole. Ghee is a class of uh, clarified butter that originated in the Indies Valley. It's commonly used in cuisine of Indian um, food and Middle Eastern cuisine. It's like, uh, looks like butter. Look. Yeah, it does look like butter. This is like butter. I can't believe it's not butter. It's smooth like butter. Maybe get that one because of the butter poop thing. Danny Williams. <laughs> Jake Meyer. We got Zach Seegers in as well. It is a role play Wednesday edition of the program. Jake and I will go head to head at role play today in the second hour. All based off Zach's pairings of um, where he deems fit. He's in charge today. He will be judging it as well. I hope he knows that only one time ever in the history of roleplay in 10 years of doing this show have I lost. And it was an idiot judge that day. But Jake's good. He's better than Kyle. I mean, Kyle's all right. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a swell guy. But Jake, he doesn't need the ghee. He goes on command. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Smiling Sports. Break it down. Okay. But this was the butter. There. This is the butter. When he first said butter, I was like, Jungkook, Jimin, Suga, BTS, or and then once he mentioned the ghee. I was like, oh, gee, of Middle Eastern cuisine. Have you, do what do you think about Middle Eastern cuisine? We don't want to get racist on this show or anything like that, but. Uh, I'll try anything once. Whoa, did you hear that, Zach? He was a trisexual in college. Forget bisexual. He'd try anything. But uh, yeah, so you you try the ghee? Yeah, I don't see why not. You know, uh, Indian it, food, I am I love spice. Green chili and chili, but the certain spices don't hit me very well. I'm a spicy food guy. Yeah. So Those kind of spices? I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll I try know. it. I'll try it. You know, after eating Indian food, I was like, this Gandhi is overrated. I don't want to eat this stuff either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what about you, Zach, on the uh, Indian food? Will you, will you add some ghee to your curry? A little, but I am, uh, uh, yeah, the, I'm, I'm a wimp when it comes to spicy. Okay. We'll, we'll put ketchup then in our next breakfast burrito for you. <laughs> Javier, um, I need a one half and half, one hot, a mild, and then uh, ketchup. All right, so where were we? Rogers and his cleanse. That, that's kind of where <sighs> cleanse, we were. Cleanse, man. Can it, I tell you a funny story about a cleanse? Keep going. Yeah, sure. No, need to, keep, keep, tell me uh, what you're going to say. I was going to say, uh, you know, maybe every everyone needs to go on a cleanse every now and then. Well, so. it's funny you should say that, Jake, because um, about six or seven years ago, back at the old Mile High Sports office, um, these guys took us to lunch like a client, okay? And they're like, well, we, we want you to do this cleanse for one week. It's seven days of cleanse, okay? And they paid us tons of money to do it. 
and we just had to t- like go through the process, tell everyone about it on the air. Okay, right? No big deal, right? So it was like drink these drinks, only eat almonds. And that's it for like the whole week. And there's like one day when you can have like a meal. Okay, so we like <laughs> I. I stuck to it and cello stuck to it. We probably lost like 10 or 12 pounds. It was crazy. I was littler then too. And um, I was eating a lot of almonds though. And cello was like, you eat your almonds today? And I was like, yeah, I've been eating them. He's like, I've been eating them. You're supposed to be like five almonds you can eat. And I've been like pounding almonds. <laughs> but to make it funnier, Reno, remember? He's a giant of a man. Yeah. He was doing this cleanse too. <laughs> So, like, again, you're not supposed to eat anything on this cleanse. And Reno would show up to the show with a bag of fruit. I don't know if they make it anymore. Like, you know, like, I get, like, four apples, four oranges. And like, well, I don't know what else is in a bag of fruit. And I'm like, that's totally going on. That's not cleansing, Reno. Eating healthy is not cleansing. That's all. It's but that's the end of the story. They paid us a lot of money. We cleansed. We had a bunch of other people, listeners, do it. I think it was pretty successful. They wanted to keep doing it. But I'm like, I can't cleanse anymore. It's too much. Go get Spano. Spano will cleanse. I'm not built different <laughs> enough. So, but I wasn't eating ghee and all that kind of stuff. Just weird drinks and lots of almonds. Um, I've never done a cleanse or anything like that. Do you feel the need to? Um, not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I feel pretty. good. You're pretty leaned out. It's guys like a little got little dad bods like me that like once you try to get serious about stuff, you're like, let's do this. Let's poop out of our brains out for about four or five days. I'll try it. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring some gear in. Um, NBA back tonight. Nuggets hosting the Kings. Is that right? Um, I well, th- I put it in the opener, so let's see. I thought it was tomorrow. Oh, yes. It is tomorrow. NBA's not back till Thursday. Why did I think tonight? Um, I don't know. What was I thinking? Well, it's tomorrow, yeah. If I had one of those sweet outlines like you do for those other guys... That would be sick. Then I'd be like, oh, it's tomorrow night. <laughs> I'll start doing that. No, you don't have to do that. But Kyle used to do this one that um, was all colorful, handwritten in color. Remember that? Yeah, I saw those all the time. Yeah, they were cool. And then he stopped doing it. Everyone loved him. I don't know why he stopped. It just, you know, work was hard to do work. And do that at the same time. Yeah, once you get like jaded and you're like, why am I doing these things? You don't want to do things like that anymore. But. Um, the Zion stuff. He got roasted. JJ Redick basically called him a bad teammate. CJ McCollum was traded to the Pelicans. He's been playing for them, right? It's been a couple weeks, right? Has not spoken to Zion one time. Um, you'd think if you're the star of a team, Zion would reach out through text message. That's all JJ Redick is saying. He said he was a detached teammate. Detached. And... I don't think he's last there. I don't think he... Listen, mark my words, Jake. Zion Williamson never plays another basketball game for the Pelicans again. Oh. oh what do you uh, think? Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, you know, he definitely seems like he wants out. He hasn't really given them anything. I mean, he's been hurt for this whole time. So I think they'll try to trade him in the next offseason. I don't think he's going to play any this year. So I think... Uh, Maybe both parties will get what they want, cash in. Maybe they learn from the Anthony Davis situation. When a guy wants out, you got to cash in when you can and get the best possible offer. And Damn. unlike they'll waiting. never, 
get the they'll never get the return that his clout and his hype was worth. So they have to take I mean I bet you there is, you know, five or six teams who still believe he's a superstar. Okay? There's five or six teams who think he's a bona fide, you know, Julius Randle type of star. Pretty good comp. Right? Great comp. And I think there's five or ten teams who thinks the guy's a bum. Well, what do you think? Uh, I you think, think he's, he's a bum? When he's out on the floor, he's special. But I think he's immature. I think he's spoiled. I think he's a bit of a brat. I think if he was a player that was from the first church and nothing but the truth, he'd have found a way on the floor to help his team. Valachunas, Ingram, Hart, um, McCollum, now. McCollum now. That's an outfit with Zion that is like a four or five seed. That can make some noise, really, honestly. Yes, that's a good four thing. Four or five yes, seed. Yes. I'm going to say like seven or eight. Yeah, I, all together with McCollum, Zion, come on. They're, they're, I mean, they're better. Zion's not a superstar anymore. They'd be I don't think he even has a chance to They'd be, a be Memphis-like a little bit, a little bit of Memphis-like. Um, I think he, he's... Probably only going to be for the rest of his career, you know, a borderline all star. Dang, I just don't think he's got it. Where, who could trade for him? Who could trade for Zion and make it work? Um, let me take a look here. Yeah, I'd have to. Let me give you some ideas here. Um, Dallas. I think Dallas might be a great fit. That would be a great fit. That's good on you. Um, what about Chicago? No. What about Cleveland? Yeah, interesting. It'd be a nice one. A lot of potatoes, but no sizzle, you know? Um, Toronto? Toronto needs a star. I mean, Van Vliet and Siakam... It's a nice little yeah. tandem that they have there, but they need what uh, about star power. The New York Knickerbockers. I mean, if you just like swap out him and Julius Randle, and I don't know, maybe a pick or two. Hmm. You're down on Zion. A little bit. I'm not a big believer in him. Denver for Michael Jr. Porter. I don't want him, but Michael Jr. Porter. Michael Porter Jr. Then maybe. They're both like the same player. We'd have to throw in a lot more than that. The only reason I say that is because neither one of them can see the floor. Would you trade Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray for Zion? No. <sighs> no. Damn, that'd be crazy. This is a uh, request from our guy, F. Lewis. He says this is for Aaron Rodgers. Let's hear it. And, and also, I'm sorry, really quick. Michael Porter Jr. is more valuable than Zion. Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal for Zion. With what Zion's on, Zion is trending in a very bad way. Yeah, but listen, bro. It's the 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 asking price would be if they were interested in Michael Porter Jr. would be um him a first round pick of ours and we'd have to acquire a lottery pick from somebody else. I get that. Yeah. Maybe okay, I just want to make price, sure you That's a bad trade. No. That's that's, that's trading a, a second in a player for uh, a washed up running back. Well, it's funny. Like that. like, that's a ridiculous trade. Zion like I, I don't know, man. It's looking like such a bust. We he can't eat right. No, he can't like, do anything. We don't even know if he can stay under 400 pounds to get on an NBA floor. Why are we, and and we're going to trade He'd be a wicked pass second rusher. Second and third best player on the roster for You know? Him? Imagine coming off the edge. I'm serious. Yeah, maybe the sick. Broncos. Maybe the Broncos should trade for him. He has hands tight end. He's a guard. 
Pretty they need sweet. a guard. <laughs> You're funny. It's what also um is cool is Zach um has some family members who are in the medical field down in New Orleans, and um he had a family member who got a look at Zion's chart. Turns out his bones are made out of pie crust. I they, broke my. Back. They've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Uh, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Zach Seegers on a Taco Wednesday edition of the program, Smiling Sports. Myself, my name is Ho, oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. Back in Taco Wednesday edition of the program. It's a role play Wednesday edition of the program. We got a lot to talk about. Let me ask you a question, Zach, really quick. Do you think that with what's happened in the last or yesterday's Pat McAfee stuff, the breakup with Shailene, this cleanse stuff, pooping his brains out, do you think that any of that changes anything for him um, coming to the Broncos? Did the Broncos shot at Aaron Rodgers take a hit during this process? No, I, I really uh, uh, don't think so. I, I think it's so hard to read into all of this, honestly. I think him trying to push for the Packers to bring back Devontae Adams and everything, uh, maybe that's a, a slight showing of the cards that maybe the, the Packers, if they do the right things, do what he wants them to do. Maybe <laughs> they're the leader in the, the clubhouse. But he's so ridiculously um, difficult to predict. I think he's a bit of a contrarian. I think he wants attention. I think he doesn't. I think he doesn't like the idea of being predictable. I think he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, and I don't think he likes the idea of the media being like, "Oh, well, now Rogers is doing this. Now Rogers is doing that." Mm-hmm. Um, That's good like, stuff. At, like Atlas shrugged. I, I keep going back to that. He had his. Uh, uh, he was like, oh, I've been reading Atlas Shrugged on the Pat McAfee show a, a few months ago. And then everyone made fun of him for it. And the next week he came out and goes, no, nah, I actually didn't read Atlas Shrugged. I just said that to mess with the media, which I think he probably did read it. And then the second thing was like, but who knows? <laughs> like, it's just it's it's who knows with him. I think it's so impossible to predict that. I don't think we're going to know until Aaron Rodgers makes his official announcement. And until then, it's just kind of fun to speculate. All right. I, you know, it's, it's, he, he, you can't really predict this, but I don't know if I said it on the show yesterday, I was listening to some interview somewhere in Green Bay, and one of the guys said that Rogers likes LaFleur just fine, okay? He's a swell guy, but he loves Nathaniel Hackett, Okay. So do you think he has a relationship with Hackett? Like he might have a playing, you know, relationship with Devontae? A relationship that's so powerful and strong, like a family member that will, you know, would be the difference in luring you away? You think Devontae's to the Packers is more valuable than Hackett to the Broncos? Mm, No. Because of a question, I guess. If you're able to, if the Packers sign Devontae, they're not going to have a lot of money. They're they're going to have to pay Rodgers, pay Devontae, and then everybody else that they need to address is is not going to get you know paid. They're not going to address some of those other issues that they have. And Hackett, on the other hand, 
Sure, you're going to have to give up some assets, but you know, playing with your former offensive coordinator, who you have that type of relationship with, is it, it it bodes well for the Denver Broncos. I think that's probably the bigger draw. Okay, I don't have an answer on that, but I like I can't come off my Nathaniel Hackett was not just part of the plan, but part of Aaron in the Broncos' plan. And maybe he has two or three different things going on, like he had Danica and then Shailene. Uh, interesting uh, little uh, lap over there. I wonder how that worked out. I heard Shailene and Danica were friends. Oh, oh. oh scummy, scum, scum. Yeah. That's gross. Dang. But I heard that Shailene and Rogers might be getting back together. Hey, yeah. That helps, right? It probably helps. Who told you that? Uh, it's just speculation online. <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. It's just the Daily Mail from my Snapchat out of the UK. <laughs> totally accurate and reliable sources. That's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, I don't think they're done yet. I don't think they're done yet. Do you think he's like... <laughs> Fine, then leave. Who needs you? I've seen those finger paints you bring home, and they suck. And he's like, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean that. That I, last movie. <laughs> I just get so scared. Scared of being a, a, alone. Scared of being a nobody. Do you think he's you know like that in relationships? Like, well, he's a bad breaker-upper? Where he's like, oh, yeah? Okay, well, I always thought you had a huge forehead, too. What? Okay. It's like you can't go back from certain things that you say. Right. You What's know? the toothpaste out of the tube? Did he tell her that Divergent sucked, he thought? I think he did. He was like, your acting career is kind of going down the tube. Yeah. Maybe uh, you, know, you should co stop complaining about my career. What if she said that Tom Brady's a handsome devil? Oh. Then uh, It's true. He looks younger than you. He, does he? he? Tom Brady looks younger totally than Totally younger than Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Things got ugly. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm just waiting this thing out. I'm ready to get this thing over with already. How long before we know? End of the franchise tag window, March March 8th? Before Let me the ask draft? you this. Let me ask you this one. Say the Broncos have a chance to trade for Aaron Russell Wilson today, tomorrow. Okay, but they know they're kind of still negotiating with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But they can get the Russell Wilson done, deal done right now. They could announce it tonight. Do you do it? Yes. Because I like Russell Wilson too. Zach, attack. Did you hear the premise? Yeah, I'd, I'd take Russell Wilson for sure. I would too. I'd be very happy and very comfortable with it. I feel very good about that. I do think it it should be noted that uh, Russell. Everyone keeps talking about Aaron Rodgers' Rodgers' age. You know how long is he going to play? Yada yada. He's also back to back MVP. Russell Wilson is coming off back to back his worst years of his career. He is showing way more signs of uh, age based decline than Rodgers. Um, Russell Wilson. Uh, let's see here. Russell Wilson's would be the MVP of the NFL here next year. 
he'd throw 40 touchdowns against 10 picks. They would win 12 games, go 12 and 5, and that might be good enough to maybe win the division. Okay? That's what I think would happen. That's what I think would happen. That you know, then what? I'm not so sure. I don't know about that. I don't know. I can't speak on any more than that. Bold I, prediction. I think Aaron Rodgers takes you further, quicker. But Russell Wilson's 33, and he talks that crazy Drew Brees talk too, or he thinks he could play 10 more years. So if I can get just six more years out of Russell Wilson as opposed to the two I'm going to get from Aaron Rodgers, it's hard to kind of deny that. Because even if, say, you... Okay, let me ask you another question. Do the Broncos win a Super Bowl over their tenure with both of those guys? Rodgers, yes. Russell Wilson, I don't think so. Why would you say that? Uh, just because I think the I think Rodgers is you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and Russell Wilson, like Zach said, is is showing you know signs of declining. And I don't think he can compete with the AFC. I don't think. I, I mean, if you mean by the injury this year that took him down, yeah. But look at the numbers around the injury. I mean, he had a great season, missing five games. And you no, know what? His team really. is he's not, a, he's on a poop team. Not he's really. on a poop team. They're not a good team. I mean, the team's not good, and I think that's they're why not. He's they're not likely to get out of there. You look. Everyone talks about how bad the offensive line is. The offensive that offensive line made Rashad Penny look like an All Pro. The uh, last not really. The he's a bust. You know, it's he like that's why they went with and Chris. And the offensive Ca line made him look like an All Pro. So let's stop talking about how bad the offense or how much worse the offensive line. Yeah, but it's like Denver's, it's like Drew Brees won four of the last five games of the season. Well, they're such a horrible team the rest of the year. It's like they just kind of finally align the stars. Even a bad team goes and like in the Jaguars have a couple back to back weeks we're like whoa the jets did it too it's like you know i but, I, I wouldn't get but carried that was, away by they it. were dominating opposing defensive lines i'm just saying and it wasn't they weren't terrible all year long they're i think they actually had a higher pass block win rate than the broncos listen i think line. dj metcalf's just a great athlete i don't think he's some incredible receiver i think russell wilson's made him look like one of these elite receivers in the league no running game no tight ends uh the defense i mean like i mean it's just they're a shell bro They've lost so, he's lost so many good coaches over the years from the Pete Carroll staff and Pete Carroll's the oldest or second oldest uh, head coach in the entire NFL. But it's just like the eye test, too. And before the injury, because, yes, the injury was bad this year, but it started, the decline started last season. Eh, they and were 12 and 4 that last game. season, bro. 12 and 4. On a poop team. I mean, if we're looking at wins, but the watch how he played in twenty. But I guess that's what I'm saying is the greatness of Aaron Ro of uh, Russell Wilson made a team that would be otherwise a six and nine team, twelve and four, and a, a look elite, look elite. Well, Russell so they went Wilson up against has a real not team. been a top ten quarterback since twenty nineteen. That's a that's it's real. It's name in, in, in it's what name in alone. what in what areas? Are you mean like uh, completion percentage, uh, touchdowns, picks? Overall, in what? At, all the advanced metrics say that, but then even looking at him, he's not playing at the same level. His accuracy has severely declined. So much of his play, and it's been this way since yeah, he was a rookie. So much. Of wouldn't his we have said the last couple of years or the last year of Brady in New England was like this guy? He's washed. He's got, you know, the, he can't throw the ball down the field anymore. He can't do this. He can't do that. Look what happens when you go to a team full of star power. 
I think that was a thing. I think that's a possibility. But there was also Tampa maybe had the best offensive line in the league, and uh, uh, New England had a very poor offensive line. The Broncos' offensive I line don't know. is I much think, better than Wilson. I think Russell Will- Wilson's an absolute egomaniac um, in the, some of the same senses as Aaron Rodgers. Can't get enough of himself, Is thinks he's a star, doesn't understand, and um, really hates the uh, Patrick Mahomes, and all these guys have kind of passed him by a little bit. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why he wants out. It's for almost a career kind of reboot. Um, it's not a rebuild. It's, it's a reboot. So that's, that's I think that, Aaron, that Russell Wilson's in the middle of his prime with four more, three or four more years of prime but left. But why? He, we're coming off the last, worst two years of his career, and so much of his game has always been built on... <sighs> he, he reads the field slow, and it's fine because he's always had the ability to extend plays and create on his own. Now we're seeing him not being able to scramble at that time. I don't ability, know if it, his play has You say reads the field slow, and I'm not going to say you're wrong. When I think of Russell Wilson, I think back there... Patting the ball, looking and surveying the field for you he, know through progressions. No, but he has never been a top twenty. It's part of the height thing. He can't see the middle of the field, and so he struggles with quick game. Everything with him has to be slow developing, um, and often outside of the pocket, so he can see downfield because he can't see through the muck of the middle of the mm-hmm. field with his short side. I just He's would not say able to do that now. You couldn't be back. real firm that. Aaron Rodgers is going to be great at 38 for two or three years, but tell me that Russell Wilson's 33 and back MVP coming off two of the best years of it. He just became one of like the sixth player ever to win back-to-back MVPs. Russell Wilson is coming off the two worst years of his career, and a lot of it's lower body where he didn't suffer an injury. Let's go to break. Good stuff. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Danny Williams along with Jake and Zach on a Wednesday. It's Molly Sports. That Dua, she's got it. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center here. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. 98.1 FM if you're about town. 107.5 HD3 as well as an option. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Watch MileHighSports.com is probably the easiest. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy, Todd. Hey, Todd. What's up, dude? What's going on? Your 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 co-r is pretty uh on exactly with with what? My what? Your partner today? Yeah. He's on. He's right on with everything, and you don't know what you're talking about. Are we talking about uh, Jake or Zach? Both of them. You're you're over here thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to save us, dude. We can't be doing that no more, dude. Who would you like to save us? That kid from Pitt. I told you that picket. What, Zach? Oh, man, man, Kenny Pickett. If you loved Teddy Bridgewater but wanted him to fumble the ball a little bit more, you're gonna love Kenny Pickett. Otherwise, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is the guy to save this team. Kenny Pickett is somewhere between Teddy Bridgewater and Mac Jones, and I suspect he is a lot closer to Teddy Bridgewater. He is not a difference maker. He is maybe the most pro-ready guy, but, man, he's got such a hard ceiling on uh, uh, what he could possibly be in the league. 
um, get scared in the pocket. I just, there's so much I don't like about him. Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP. You want to talk about a franchise savior, it's the back to back MVP. I, I get what you're saying. I'm, don't get me wrong. He's a, he's, I'm not hating on his ability. I'm not. But I'm tired of us going through this process of just bringing in somebody. Look at what it, who was I supposed to save our. It's not our, a long term. Juan, it's not a long-term plan, but the Broncos, in the history of the franchise, they've never, ever drafted and developed a quarterback who's went on to have success ever, and that includes Elway. They traded for the number one overall pick. But you're telling stories. They did draft somebody, and he did become successful. Who? Color? No. Tebow? Tebow? No. No. Gary Kubiak? He played for the XFL, won a championship. Uh, and he went to Pittsburgh and back to Ben Roethlisberger. And Tommy Maddox? How dare you? He's, he was successful. Uh, I guess mild. I call it, yeah, he, he had to leave the NFL, though, to come back and they get a chance with. And do you know what? Check this out. Even then, though, even then, during his height, didn't they draft Cordell Stewart right after that? You know what I mean? Come on. Paxton sucks. No, no, Paxton. Oh. Tommy Maddox. Oh. Paxton's probably the greatest bust in the history of the Broncos as a franchise, to be honest Who with you. Was? Paxton. Paxton Lynch? Oh, hell yeah. He was Dude, the last pick of the yeah. USL draft last night, the last quarterback taken. He's crap, dude. He is crap. Well, I don't I don't think Russell I don't know. Russell Wilson's too injury prone, he's too short. No, he's only been injured one season. He hasn't really been injured other than last season. And he came back right away, too. I don't know, dude. I'm not hating on him, but I, I'm just tired of seeing us Broncos. I would love for us just to develop somebody and make him our quarterback so that we quit chasing it. We did it with Terrell Davis. You know what I mean? We drafted him. It's just you got to have that coach who wants to teach that guy a position. Just like the offensive line coach and help the Garrett Bowles out. You know what I mean? It's just I say it as, as they, they should be ready to be uh, stars. Cause I really wanted Drew Locke to do something, but that guy just turned out to be nothing that. My words, right? I just, I don't know, man. It's if you have the option and the opportunity, if you have the opportunity to add Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson to your team, then you just do it. You have to do, do it, it and you do whatever it takes to do it. Listen, listen, but I want to give away the house. I'll tell you this: I would, um, I draft Kenny Pickett over probably trading for Garoppolo. I uh, and maybe not Kenny Pickett, but the idea of somebody in this draft class over. Yeah. Cousins over Garoppolo, oh, over anyone else yeah. other than these two guys. These two guys. Or maybe like Jalen Hurts crap, or someone dude. crazy like that. Cousins is crap, dude. If we if they pick Jimmy, I mean, Cousins, if they take Cousins, I won't watch football at all. That'd be horrible. That'd be horrible, dude. Well, they'd like. You may as well get out there. Cousins it'd be frustrating. Well, he's not bad, but they'd lose games and he'd still Hell have yeah, stats and stuff like that. They'd be like a 500 I'll team. More, that, that dude is crap. He had a number one defense and he didn't do nothing except. When? This season? Not this when year. No, no. When they picked him to go, so they gave him all that money. He had some talent there. They had some opportunities. You don't think that Kirk Cousins ever had a chance to win there? Dalvin Cook? Some, I don't think, and I don't think Kirk Cousins is a Super Bowl quarterback Ugh. either. I think he, you know, makes the yeah. Broncos more respectable than they've been in a long, long, long time. He would, you're saying? Than they've been. Mm. But that defense was bad. The, the number one defense, they've never had a, or maybe not never, but they haven't had a decent defense. But if you just based off of what you just said, 
he will never be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He'll come and make them a little bit better. If that's what you really believe in your heart, and the Broncos should believe that kind of stuff, then you, you then you then you don't bring him here. You draft a quarterback, and you just I would have I would have believed that in my heart about Flacco. I would have believed that in my heart about Nick Foles. I would have believed that in my heart about Trent yeah. But Dilfer we can't try to cap. We cha- we can't try to capture Trent Dilfer lightning in a bottle. We can't live our life like that. No, that's not your goal to build a championship team. I, I'm only in on Cousins as a one year. Let's be respectable deal he okay easily he's he should in theory be relatively cheap to acquire especially compared to a wilson or a rogers you can get off that contract super super easy and you won't feel bad about it if he's cheap enough to why acquire. why why do people think that the vikings are moving on from him who's to say they're the publicly saying they're keeping him i think they might move on from him just because with how that roster is constructed i think it would make sense for them to head towards a rebuild um they might be trying to do the reload thing which i think is almost always a mistake um but yeah if they go the rebuilding route kirk cousins is a bad quarterback to have on a rebuilding team because he's you're not going to go anywhere with him but he's good enough that you're going to win six seven games you can win six roster. seven with teddy though so I'm not trying. Deshaun Watson over all them guys. Say it again. Would you take Deshaun Watson over all them guys? Um, not oh, I take. Nah. I would take Deshaun over Russell Wilson. Actually, I think I would take him third. It'd go Rogers, Wilson, Deshaun, and then I'd go to the draft, and then after that, I would um won't watch football, watch the USFL, watch Kyle Slaughter leading the. Because it, it'd be horrible to watch the Broncos go through this quarterback process again. Because we've seen it with. The two quarterbacks, they were they were both didn't know who to start. Tre- Simeon, remember Simeon, and and all that. Chad Kelly. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just I don't know. Dude. I'm tired of the Broncos going through this route. I mean, it's horrible. Well, it's don't annoying. be sad. We'll feel good about it after they announce Aaron Rodgers here in a few days. We got to go. Good stuff, bro. <laughs> You're the crazy. Later. Later, Broncos rule. All right, 303-831-1340. Hotline, go fast. Energy drink text line. What's so funny? We got a text from our guy, Max Payne. Oh, cool. What he and said? he's talking about saviors. He says, at this point, I truly believe that only a burrito Where's can save us. A burrito can save us. Go sports. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. Zach is in. Along with Jake Meyer, I'm Danny Williams. We will be back on the other side. It's already one hour. Kind of went by quick. Time flies when you're thinking about Aaron Rodgers all day. <laughs> I don't know. I need it to happen. It feels like if you, the Broncos have to, if these guys are out there, do whatever it takes. Not give as little as it takes. Give whatever it takes. Because you'll matter. You're relevant. Where you'll miss, you know, the in the draft, you'll have players wanting to come on cheap deals to be a part of all the success that we're going to have and it's then you know on our front office to find stars out of second and third and fourth round picks Danny Williams Jake Myers Smiling Sports <laughs>